make deals. Base hits to right field. Here comes Richardson. Here's the throw for Marquez. Richardson is safe. Derek Jeter ends his final game with a walk-off single. Derek Jeter, where fantasy becomes reality. Did you have any doubt? That is absolutely clobber. Good gosh, where is that going to land? Oh, my, what a bomb from Aaron Judge. Testing the limits of Safeco Field with home run number 31. OMG. This is Brandon Lockridge, and you're listening to the Bronx Machachos. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another postseason edition of the Bronx Machachos podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I'm your host for tonight, David, and tonight I got Danny with me. What's good, everybody? Mark and Alex are taking the night off uh, to recoup from this crazy week we've been having. So you're stuck with us. Um, be sure to hit up our link tree. Uh, be sure to hit up our merch store that's on there. Be sure to. Uh, hit up SeatGeek. Game 5 is coming back to the Bronx, so get your tickets. Go to SeatGeek.com. Use promo code BronxMachachos, all capitalized, to save 20 bucks on your ticket purchase for tomorrow night. Very important. So uh, let's get into it, man. Danny, what, what, what do you got to say about tonight, bro? Because last night was a total <clears throat> dumpster fire. The game before that, total dumpster fire. I feel like they're finally back on track. What do you say? Well, I think Boone made the proper adjustments today getting IKF out of there, putting Cabrera at, at short, uh, getting Hicks some ABs, even though Hicks really didn't make an impact. The, the, mm-hmm. the plays Cabrera made at short, like, were plays that should have been made, and we weren't collectively holding our breath. Facts. Uh, and, <clears throat> Garrett, Garrett Cole showed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we spoke about this leading up to the playoffs. I said it was going to take at least five to six for us to be successful, uh, Garrett Cole has to get anywhere from five to six wins. He's had two wins, uh, and he shoved. He shoved yeah, tonight. Nice. Uh, AK, seven innings, 110 pitches. And wow, that was that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Three fastballs saying, yo, you can't hit this, so uh, don't even try. <laughs> It, it was great to see Cole uh, really shove and just be the man out there. Um, Clay Holmes looked really good. That yeah. fast, that the sinker to to Miles, to Miles Straw. I li- I literally got out of my seat and I just <laughs> cheered because I was like, "Wow, we have not seen this type of Clay Holmes in quite some time." Yeah, you know, um, he lost that bat to Quan, but he came back against Rosario, got the got that out, and. Ramirez was swinging, you know, I don't even know what he was swinging at on that slider. So great job by him. And Wandy coming in in the ninth and only throwing seven pitches, that's huge because yep. he'll be available for potentially a four day, four days in a row for a game five. Yeah, absolutely. Garrett Cole finally, um, you know, sacked up and showed what a $36 million pitcher is supposed to look like going strong. Um, I thought he was going to, it looked like he was starting to lose it at the end of the seventh a little bit, but then came back and found it again. So that was encouraging to see. Also encouraging to see 
Clay Holmes do Clay Holmes and get back on pace. Uh, some of the pitches ran away from him. Uh, he got he got a gift from the umpire with uh, Rosario's strikeout. That was definitely a makeup call for what happened to John Carlos Stanton earlier in the game with that nonsense strike three call on John Carlo. That was not a strike. It was a ball. It was, you know, below the zone by about two inches. Um, Wandy finishing it strong, gave a lot of those guys in the bullpen a night off. So that was, that was good to see. And uh, yeah, you know, looking ahead to game five, Jameson Tyone's going to start game five and then possibly Herman following him since it's been almost about two weeks since he's even thrown a pitch in a game. So we definitely got to work him in somehow. And um, you know, you still got Miguel Castro down there in the bullpen who hasn't thrown um an inning this postseason yet so got definitely got to get him some work so we'll see how it shakes out tomorrow but i feel very encouraged about where this team was at i mean i'd still like to see them string some hits together instead of just you know banging home runs i mean home runs are great and everything but you know still like to see them string some base hits together um you know the, the guardians have been playing bloop single and double baseball for the last two games and it was fine nice to see the Yankees catch a break and uh with Rizzo's doubled on the left field line that just landed fair by about mere inches um to score a run there in the early part of the game so so yeah it was definitely a good showing from the team all around definitely liking the fact that Oswaldo Cabrera was playing shortstop IKF sit the bench um, even Aaron Hicks being his presence in the lineup you know getting on base with a walk you know, still got on base, still like to see him get hits, but he almost got a hit, but the shift was in play. So they went that. Um, yeah, I really got nothing bad to say compared to last night where I was ready to blow a fuse and, you know, throw my TV out the window. Um, this was definitely a better performance than what we saw last night and the game before that for sure. So 100%. And Harrison Bader, I'm not sure, I, I kind of got kicked out there, but Harrison, yeah, yeah, Harrison yeah. Bader. With his third postseason homer, um, that's that's wow, bro. Uh, yeah, I sent dude. you guys like, yo, who's Jordan Montgomery? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that was kind of <laughs> savage and wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, Jordan Montgomery can't hit home runs, but yeah, dude, Bader Bader is uh, Bader's the real deal. You know, uh, definitely feel good yeah. whenever he comes up to bat in any type of situation. That's that's for sure. Um, so how do you think this bullpen game on the Cleveland side is going to pan out tomorrow, man? Well, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Karen check. Karen check. And then you got Savali, uh, I think Wild is thing. due to start uh, the game. Cleveland. They, he has... Right. So, uh, yeah, Savali's going to start. He's probably going to go one time through the order and then really expect to see like an Eli Morgan, um, and, they're going to go straight to their high end dudes pretty much uh, immediately. Karen Chad, yep. yep. They haven't pitched in a couple of days. So, Class A and Karen Chad, in theory, could go get 12 outs, both of them. So, um, combined, you know, six from each. So, it's going to be really important for the Yankees to get out early and maintain that lead. Thankfully, yeah. you know, we have the last at bat. But it's going to be more important than pretty much th than any other game besides tonight to get out there early. Uh, yeah. Because those dudes at the back end are tough. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, Cleveland's bullpen is definitely constructed to a point where 
you know, we haven't really seen an opponent's bullpen really this good. I want to say since probably the 2015 Royals. I mean, that back end was pretty sick. It was literally a five-inning well, game. Yeah. You know, those guys. and what kind of scares me here is um, it, it, it reminds me of the 2020 Rays where they have dudes <laughs> in that bullpen, <laughs> Pete Fairbanks, uh, Kittredge, and all those guys, right. you know? Right. So it, that that aspect scares me. But I, I would like to see us uh, get the bats going early. I would love to see the bats going, get going early. Uh, GT leading off has been good. You know, he led off today's game with, with the base hit. Still second. Right. Um on the judge strikeout, and then Rizzo did the job and drove him in. Just getting that that first run early was really important, and then adding on to it, John Carl yeah. had a big sack fly. I mean, you, you touched upon that, but um, you know, the, this series should have been over. Honestly, uh, going going into it, I said it was going to be four games. Uh, yesterday, kind of put a kibosh and all that. Not kind of, it, it did. It put a kibosh yeah. and all that. <laughs> um, but this team. It shows resiliency. Like mm-hmm. they're not backing down. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. One thing that did concern me today: ten strikeouts, only one walk. Cleveland yeah. Guardians pitching is very good, but yeah. if we if we want to be competitive tomorrow, uh, we got to get those guys' pitch counts up. We got to strike out a little bit less, and and we got to get the ball. We got to hit the ball at the ballpark. So yeah. who's going to show up tomorrow? Judge needs think, a game. John Carl needs a big game. I just think it's because Cleveland's pitching just throws a bunch of weird stuff. You just don't know what – it moves. It dips. It dives. It moves in on right-handers, away to left-handers. No matter who's on the mound, it's just they got, they got guys that throw some really weird stuff. So shout-out to some of our people checking in on YouTube, my buddy Trent. Checking in from Louisiana. What's up, Trent? They, they got great hey. stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Trent, thanks for checking out on YouTube, my brother. Appreciate you, James. Let's go game five. Uh, Trent, no matter who they throw, I can make a few predictions. The Yankee Stadium crowd will be electrified. Yep, absolutely. No doubt. Um, <laughs> and the Miller Light will be flowing in Louisiana. Yeah, I, I bet you, you uh, will be having that right on tap there, bro. <laughs> No, no doubt in my mind. Um, and let's just talk about this for a sec, because this really, really just set me off. <laughs> Josh Naylor, lo- looking at Cole, rocking the baby, like, dude, like, well, what are you doing, man? Like, I get it. You hit a home run. You hit a solo shot. Stop celebrating. You're still losing. Like, that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old school, and I just hate that kind of thing. But that home run celebration was wicked exaggerated. And if CC Sabathia was still playing, he'd probably be getting a pitch to the head. Not that I'm advocating for anyone to throw at Josh Naylor. Well, his head anyway. Um, it's just, it was just, un- I, I don't know. Maybe I thought it was just unnecessary in my opinion. I don't know. And Yeah. Oh boy, Danny's frozen. Frozen in time. All right. So yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, Josh Naylor, stop celebrating. It was just a short solo shot. You didn't hit a grand slam. Just stop. 
So that's what I got on that. Danny, what do you think? Josh Naylor, home run celebration. Too excessive, too much, ridiculous. What do you it think? Was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I think that's the right word for it. You know, <laughs> Garrett Cole was a pro about it. He got him yeah. out. That's the best way to, to, to move on from that. But if if once the Yankees win at Yankee Stadium and Josh Naylor's on, on that top railing and he's looking out to us and as we dogpile, I, I'm going to point to him and, and do one of these and do one of the, the yeah, uh, yeah, rocking a baby. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah, go go cry in the, in the clubhouse because I'm putting you right to bed. All right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think Wandy should have just looked at the dugout and just went, you know, <laughs> you know, just to exactly. just to twist the blade a little bit. You're like, yeah, who's rocking now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yankee Stadium. That should be the new celebration for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, when they, when they win tomorrow night, just look at the dugout and be like, yeah, yeah, that that yeah. that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anything, that lights a fire under our guys. There's already there's already a fire lit. But seeing that, it's just like, all right, bro, I see you. You know, like, you, you don't want to wake the sleeping giant. You no, don't. Man. This, this team is no. for real. Yep. No, it definitely is for real. This team's for real. And it's just. Despite what Boone you know, did yesterday, which was bonehead stuff, he redeemed himself today. Yeah. Yeah. No. Seriously, like. You know, watching that game yesterday, he rode Severino way too long. Even though Seve came out and regained form, I don't think I would have sent him back out there. And he tried to get cute with Wandy and pushed him a little too far. And, you know, he came back and bit them. You know, not everything's going to work all the time. I mean, we when we started doing these episodes after every game, we we thought, you know, Nestor was going to get a win. And that would be up 2-0. And then Severino game three, we thought this was going to be over last night. But... You know, Cleveland's a resilient team. I mean, first half of the season, they weren't really there. And then turned on the Jets and won the division by 10 and a half games. So, I mean, you, they're not they're not a pushover team for sure. You know, they play in a trash division. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the other series and looking at the other flip side of it too, the National League, two wild card oh teams, man, and the league championship, all the division winners and the last two World Series champions knocked off in the National League. Crazy. I, was, I, I live in Northern Crazy. Florida, man. So a bunch of my friends are Braves fans, man, and they are just they, – they, they're miserable. I, oh, you know. Distraught. Philly came ready to play, that's for sure. And then you had the, the – Could it – Go ahead. The Padres. Yeah. I was about to say, it couldn't be us. I mean, we're the only division series still going. Tomorrow's going to be crazy. I, I'm super uh, – it's, it's going to be nuts. Well, the crazy yeah, thing is, better be ready. well, yeah, I mean, on the, so if we end up advancing, so it's all the wild card teams on one in one league and the division winners in the other one. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. the Houston Seattle series, man, that last game went almost two games long. Yeah, eighteen innings. That's atrocious. It's a I don't know if it's it was just great pitching or neither just, team could score for 18 innings. Was it really good pitching or bad hitting? Like, you know, it's one of those well, things. Well, we already that knew Houston has great pitching. Yeah. I think it might be a little bit of both. Yeah. So uh, and, and everybody's trying to play hero ball. That's I think that's the problem. The hero ball. Like so. Yeah. 
fuck that. Trent was um, saying, uh, Trent oh, saying, uh, Astros struggled with the Mariners. They are beatable, but they've also will have had three days off, two days off. I think by the time, hopefully we win tomorrow. Um, so they're going to be well rested. Hopefully Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. So the Yankees will play tomorrow and then have to fly to Houston and then play on Tuesday. That's tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Really Against tough. Verlander. Mm-hmm. Who got rocked. Who's, who's going to be ready to ready to rock and roll. But for, for us to win, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Tomorrow's going to be yeah, the same no, thing. No, no, no. We, we, we have to, we have to come out swinging the bats, get a lead early, maintain that lead. And, and we'll, we'll be okay. Um, we got to jump on Savali. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Savali. Like being yeah. in that environment, never being in a playoffs hockey situation. He's probably going to have a really quick well, – Tito's probably going to have a really quick hook with um, Adam Savali. Uh, if he pitches three innings, that's probably not good for the Yankees. We yeah. want to get him out of there within, within, like, within the first two innings. We, we got to jump on him. Well, the only game he um... – he played against the Yankees. Uh, he got rocked, but it was also in the beginning of the first half of the season too, where they tattooed him for, I believe, was seven runs over three innings, something insane and ridiculous. Um, he didn't make yeah. it past the fourth, so yeah, um, they they fit him well. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So do you uh, you think IKF plays tomorrow? Or you think Cabrera plays another game of short? The way Cabrera played today, I think he, you had to put him back out there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Left field at Yankee Stadium, the way – well, I have a bone to pick with Aaron Hicks. Don't we all? should make that think... play in left field. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come we, Our on. entire he fan base has had – oh, yeah. Our whole fan base has had a bone to pick with Aaron Hicks for the entire season. This is no different, bro. Yeah. You know, this was lazy. Boone – yeah, no, I agree. This, this was Boone throwing something at the wall and see if it would stick. You know, Hick could have gone out there and, you know, gone three for three with two home runs and a couple of RBIs. Or it could have went the way it did and 0 for 2, 0 for 3, and a walk and a couple of strikeouts. So it's either one extreme or it's the other. It's never, you know, somewhere in the middle with him. But especially with his – Especially, you know what's funny about this whole thing is he came up with that whole slogan at the beginning of the season, have some F you. You know, let's right. not forget that. Right. The, 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 this is the guy that, that crowned that slogan in spring training, and this is what we got. I don't know. I don't know. He essentially said F you to the team by not playing hard. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you could at least he showed up and didn't pull a Chapman and just say, uh, yeah, I'm just going to stay home. Right. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Speaking of terrible, Ron Darling and Bob Costas is probably the worst booth of all time. Listen to the series; it yeah. is atrocious. You it know, so hard to listen to. Ron Darling loves the Cleveland Indians so much because he hates New York Met with every fiber in his being. Well, That's one because you know, of he New went York to Yale, Met. Hawaii dude. Yeah, yeah. but. He was a Met during the heyday. So what does it matter? Like he won a championship with the Mets. What does it who cares about the Yankees at that point? This but is true. Him him being a Yale dude or Harvard or whatever it is. And he just 
like, sure, he's trying to be, what's the word I'm looking for, impartial, but the partiality is kind of gearing towards that Cleveland Guardians, like, oh, everything they do is great. At the beginning of the game, he's talking about, oh, yeah, Oscar Gonzalez will love a, a, a welcome home celebration, but after winning a World Series, like, oh, all right, bro, like, cool story, like, okay. <laughs> Like, come on. Even if they get even if they were to get past us, you really think they stand a chance against the Astros, man? Like, hell no. That'd be like Mike Tyson fighting an infant. Like, it's a one-sided fight. Like, they don't have the offensive firepower to go against the Astros. They they the only game they scored more than three runs was yesterday. Or the day before yesterday. Like You know, and it was a good luck. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it, you know, and everyone wants to talk. I, I know Joe Buck rubs a lot of people the wrong way or whatever, but you know, at least he had Tim McCarver there who actually knew what he was talking about and actually played the game. You know, it, I don't know who picked this duo out of the hat. It seems like you know, back in the day when Billy Martin used to pick the lineup out of Reggie Jackson's hat. I mean, it, it, it was bad. It was so bad. And, and then he even said that whoever was at first is Spike Rizzo. Like, come on, bro. Like, who who says that? Like, you really well, speaking want that of, to happen? Come on. Yeah. Well, speaking about Rizzo, I can't believe, you know, when Cole went to go pick off, um, I forget who was on first at the time. Um, I think it might have been Gonzalez or Arias was, at, was on first base. Mm-hmm. And Cole went to go pick him off. And Rizzo put his foot in front of the bag to prevent the runner from getting his hand back on the base, and they called him yeah, exactly. safe because of that. I was like, "Wait, so you you have to let him touch the base? Like, am I am I missing something with this?" Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. It doesn't. But it, how about better. Cleveland wasting both of their challenges, dude? That was so, so great. That was so great. I was like, "Thank yeah. you, Terry Francona. You did us the biggest favor possible." Wow, that was so, so the bad. They need to challenges. fire their video guy. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, the second one, the one that I'm surprised that Boone won was when Jimenez uh, got hit, and they ruled it that it hit the ground. And if you actually look at it from one angle, it actually grazed his shin. So Boone definitely uh, got away with one there, um, but. You know, it went our way, so whatever. Moving on. Uh, it doesn't yeah, matter to me. Exactly. So. No. Tomorrow's huge. I can't wait. I'm ready. It's The stadium's going to be rocking. Um, it's going to be I'm so still loud. De- debating. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. You debating like, on I'm whether ready. to go? You trying yeah, to get tickets? I'm, I'm debating. Dude, I'm thinking do about it. it. Do it, man. I, I you know, that's one thing it. I didn't get a chance to do when I was still living in Rhode Island was go to a go to a playoff game at the stadium. That that's one thing I would like to do, but I, I just I've just been a bad luck though. The two games I went to this year, the two middle games against Houston. Yeah. The no kind of we kind of did ban you from on this podcast from going to Yeah, uh, exactly. So because <laughs> there was it the first game you went to they played the Astros and they got demolished and I think I yeah. called Mark and I was like, "Bro, he can't he's not allowed to go to any more games. Like he's done." I just, <laughs> can't. I I may go to Billy's though. I may go to Billy's. 
and, and hang out there and, and watch the game. That'd be but awesome. It, it's, yeah, man, try I, to get tickets. If not, go to SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek. Yeah, get tickets exactly there. Go to SeatGeek. Yep. Get 20 bucks off. Promo code. 20 bucks off shows. using our yeah. promo code. That's it. <laughs> That's it. See? Marketing. It works yeah, every time. Exactly. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, as long as a week yeah. as this has been, thank you everybody for following us this season, not only this season, but this week and listening, watching, uh, whatever platform of choice you have, whether it be Amazon music, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks so much for coming along on this postseason ride with us. Um, like I said, in the show description below, you have our link tree, you have our online store, web address, as well as SeatGeek, all promo codes are there. Go get your tickets for tomorrow. Go to Lids, get some fresh playoff gear for the rest of this postseason ride. Um, and for Mark and Alex, who aren't here tonight, uh, for Manny, our awesome producer in the back who's been dealing with us all season long and doing a hell of a job producing this podcast, brother, we love you. Um, for Danny and myself, Rox Muchacho, signing off. See you tomorrow night.